The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Hello, everyone. Good morning. 
I would now like to call to order our Monday, January 23rd, 2023, Public Health and Safety Standing Committee to order. May the clerk please call the roll. Oh, we may have some audio issues. Clerk, can you hear us? We'll stand by. Recording in progress. Oh. Okay, is the clerk on with us? Yes, Madam Chair, the clerk is here. Wonderful, can you please call the roll? Yes, ma'am. Councilmember Santiago Romero. Present. Councilmember Benson. Scott Benson, aye. Councilmember Waters. Present. Madam Chair, you do have a quorum. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Given that we have a quorum, we'll go ahead and continue on to the approval of the minutes. Is there a motion to approve our minutes from our last session, which was on Monday, November 21st, 2022? Motion. Without objection, we will approve our minutes from Monday, November 21st, 2022. For chair remarks, just want to say happy Monday, happy 2023. I am grateful to be back and ready for another year of service. I also want to invite residents, poets, and artists to share this space with us. Last year, we showcased some poetry and poets. This year, we want to do the same. Our office has a short form asking anyone who is interested to read a poem during public health and safety um, to submit a poem to share and to read with us or to have us read it on your behalf. Myself, as a photographer, I believe in storytelling, documenting, and sharing our perspectives and narratives, and I believe it's powerful. So I encourage artists to ground us with the poem to kick off our week focused on the work ahead. Our hope is to highlight maybe someone once a month. Uh, today, without objection, I'll be moving my poem of the week up one line item and sharing a very brief poem by poet Matthew Shinoda, and it's called A Prayer for My People that one day we will wish to be nothing more than what we are, that we will see within ourselves the liberation of nations of concrete, that we will understand the inevitability in the lines of our hands. There is a war waging in our backyard. With it, my sister's spirits burn, that the fire of my sister's spirit will consume our enemies and burn our streets clean. There is a system of mangled necks whose heads speak with oracle tongues, that we should learn to walk with wounded feet, that our eyes must, must be liberated from their granite, that our hands reroot themselves from the pools of acid rain. There's a river forming in the bureaucrat's head, its water made from rusted milk, that we may understand this false constructed world and know holy things do not die. With that, thank you all so much for being here. Excited to get us started. We're going to go ahead and move on to public comments. I don't believe we have anybody here in person for public comments, so we'll move on to our virtual public comments. Secret, do we have anybody online with us to make any public comments today? Yes, Madam Chair, we have six hands raised. All right, everyone will have two minutes. As soon as we put the timer online on the screen for folks to be able to, sh uh, to follow along, 
We can go ahead and begin with our public comments. Thank you so much. Whenever you're ready, we can go ahead and begin. Okay, Madam Chair. The first caller is over with. Okay, um, I've come before uh, city council on numerous occasions. Uh, it's still a matter of uh, what's going on with the Detroit Police Department in regards to Kenesha Coleman. Now, there are no gun stipplings on her entry wound, so therefore it cannot possibly be a suicide. Even though that information has been presented to Chief of Police James E. White, that still designation and classification and tag is still on her. So now I'm requesting that the Public Health and Safety Committee of the Detroit City Council call in the outside law enforcement agency to look at the homicide file, look at the evidence, um, all the physical evidence, and make a determination on whether or not it was an actual suicide, and then also open up the homicide case and um, assist in uh, investigating the matter because there's a whole murderer out there um, running free in the Detroit Police Department for some unknown and precarious and dubious reason. Don't want to address the fact, namely um, the chief of police, Michael Prestage investigator, former Captain of the Homicide Unit, Derek May. Commander Michael McGinnis of the Homicide Unit. Commander Eric Decker, sometimes Detective Eric Decker of the Detroit Police Department. Former Chief of Police, James E. Craig. The present and former Assistant Chief, James E. White, know it. Madam Chair, the next caller is Nett. Good morning to this committee. My name is Lynette Bowens. I reside at uh, Roseline and Schoolcraft. We received information that a building that's been vacant at 8,100 Schoolcraft is to be demolished. That is a wonderful thing, except when we received the notice, they talked about lead, they talked about dust, they talked about a lot of things on their literature. But the one thing that I noticed was missing is rodent control. Now this building has been empty for over 30 years. I'm sure that uh, rodents have taken up home there because they were never disturbed. What I'm asking this committee to do is to make sure that our community will be protected from the rodents that are going to come out of that building once this demolition is complete or gets started. So I would ask this body to uh, contact the demolition crew and make sure that things are being put in place 
so that our neighborhood will not be overrun by animals, rodents, whether they be raccoons, rats, deers. There are numerous things that live there. So I am asking that this project, it be determined that they are putting things in place for rodent control. And again, the property address is 8100 Schoolcraft. Again, the number is 
I, I don't understand why all of them seem to end in, you know, in December or November, you know, or, you know, during your summer recess. So we need to try From now on, I think we should try to stop those contracts. But, you know, we can adjust them. We don't have to have them end exactly in December again every time. So we can adjust that and bump that up a few, you know, a, a few months in such a way that we, you know, you guys don't have to, you know, be inundated with 100,000 contracts when we come back after recess. But that's one thing. Now, um, uh, I see this contract where it's a grant and they want to give uh, three quarters of a million dollars to um, the, the planning and re, uh, to, to plan highways. We don't have any highways in the city of Detroit proper. So I don't think that the city should be spending $187,000 to match, um, you know, the city's portion of something. We don't have any highways in, in the city. So that's something we don't need to do. Um, you, and, you know, there's separation of, of, of duties. There's spoke streets are state, the mile roads are, are, uh, are uh, county, and the city, you know, the other roads belong to the city. All these other things don't belong to us. I see another contract where we're going to spend more money on the McNichols street skate. I hope it's taken out some of this crap. Thank you. The next caller is Carol Hughes. Uh, good morning, Honorable Body. May I speak? Yes, you may. Okay, I'm calling about item on the agenda 6.4. It's a little concerning that we're spending uh, bond money to purchase medical supplies. And then we have another 6.6 uh, .6 that does the same thing with 1.1 million, and the first one, 6.4, is 2.1 million. Doesn't matter if it's a grant. Who wants to spend bond money on medical supplies? I'm also calling about 6.21. This this was uh, an ask that was done in October of 22 for a list, and it has not been pro provided as yet. And I see us on the agenda 6.21, but I don't see an answer. Um, so I hope you won't just. Uh, submit it and file it. I'm also calling about 7.22 and uh, 7.32, the three mail for N2SA, group N2SA and group uh, N3. Can we have a list of the houses that are in these group? Is there somewhere where we can see what, what they're doing? Because there was a stout report that came out that said that something awry was going on with demolition. And that's what it seems as though. They have lots of money, pocket money, $10 million of pocket money. And it seems like they don't seem to be able to tell us why all of these houses have to be in an emergency that's my that's my other issue why do we have any normal demolitions or is everything on an emergency and that brings me to 7.39 which was a demolition emergency and then they took it off because the person paid the taxes that's really concerning to me if you determine a property to be dangerous how is paying the taxes the answer to the danger if we are just putting items on the list just so we can pump up the price, and I, that seems like what we're doing. Every demolition cannot be a, uh, an emergency, or we need to go to the demolition department and tell them they, they're not doing their jobs well. And, and as the mayor is saying that uh, you all are dysfunctional, no, the entire city government is dysfunctional. Thank you. The next caller and last caller, or no, the next caller is Larry Donald Burse. 
Excuse me. Sorry about the coughing. I can be heard, please? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, good. Good morning, and I hope you are all doing well. Much better than I am, I'm sure. Anyway, today, uh, I'm Larry Donald Burst, George Teachers Platform Transit Justice Team, and I'm mirroring the comment of my brother, Mr. Cunningham. And my concern is that, yes, there was shooting. And the bus shelter and the front of the building has had some significant damage. But I'm extremely concerned for the safety of bus riders because that is a bus stop that I often use. And it gets a lot of people. Now, I don't know what happened, but it's a real safety issue. And I don't know what can be done about it, but I'm sure you can address the police department about it. And I guess whoever is responsible for the safety of downtown Detroit, because there are plenty of armed and unarmed security guards walking around downtown Detroit, supposedly to protect the safety of the citizens and the property. And I don't know how this will happen. And it seems not to have been reported either. Thank you. Please see what can be done about it. End of my comment. Madam Chair, the last caller is Tahira Ahmed. Good morning, Honorable Body. Thank you for taking my uh, comment. I want to thank you all for doing a great job that those that are helping us people, our seniors, me and others, get work on our home. I'm concerned uh, about work that was supposed to be done for my home in the, um, the, the drywall that is supposed to be mitigating the problems I received because it rained through my house for 10 years and I just got a roofing a replacement um, uh, December. And uh, it's a lot of structural damage. And so I'm concerned that I understand it was a contractor that was supposed to do the drywall way last year. And I really would like for uh, to see it more efficient and I'd like to see that contractor at least contact me and so I can find out what I can do because I got to move certain things out of the room so he can get in there and put that drywall in there. I'm also concerned about the fact that many other seniors are not uh, may not be getting repair. Uh, is there a list that you all can put together and let people who know that they're up for repairs I have a friend uh, in Scott Benson's district uh, who has been waiting for repairs on her porch. Uh, she is a senior and disabled. She doesn't need to fall into her porch. These emergency uh, repairs need to be taken care of. We need a list and we need to know. We need transparency. We need to know that these people are getting repairs. And that, so I want to thank Angela Whitfield Calloway and uh, the administration for doing some work on my home. I need a lot more like floors and the walls. And if you got the contractor, please let them know I need the help now. Thank you. Have a blessed day. 
That concludes public comment. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell. With that, we will continue um, to move forward with our agenda. There are a few comments that we will be able to address um, while we go through this, and a few of these I will be following up on. Um, thank you, everybody, for letting us know about this shooting downtown. This is the first that I've heard of it, so I appreciate um, knowing what's going on. Under unfinished business, um, under 6.1, this is a um, memo through our office requesting to review the physical conditions and state of residence at the Russell Woods apartments. We were asked to bring this back in two weeks. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Thank you. Without objection, we would bring back 6.1 in two weeks. Which brings us down to 6.2. This is contract number 6004311 using 100% city funding. This is to provide land use search zoning maps, permits, scoping, summaries, free fee estimates, estimations, and reports in multilingual translatable text online for customer use. The contractor is Open Counter Enterprises, Inc. They are located in Roxbury. And this total contract amount is for $607,085. This contract was held back um, during recess um, by member Whitfield Calloway. Um, I'm wondering if there's anybody here from the administration that can let us know whether or not her um, uh, concerns were addressed. And is there a motion to discuss 6.2? Discussion. Thank you, member Waters. I believe Mr. Washington should be online with us. Morning, Madam Chair and Committee. Um, we do have James Foster online. Okay, if we can move James Foster over as a panelist. Good morning, Mr. Foster. Can you hear us? I can. Good morning, Madam Chair. Um, wondering if you were able to connect with member Whitfield Calloway. Uh, she held this contract back over recess. Um, I can make a few assumptions as to why this contract was held back. Um, the contractor is outside of the state. So wondering if you can share with us if, if you know how the um, how this was contracted out and if there was anybody in the city or in the state that we could have given this contract to. Um, and if you know of any other concerns that she might have had regarding this. Thank you, Madam Chair. So no, I do not know of the um, questions that were posed by council member um, uh, uh, Whitfield Calloway. We attempted on several occasions to get those questions in order to address them. However, to your second uh, questions, yes, uh, we did some competitive, First of all, I think it should be, you should know, this is a legacy contract currently in place. And we did competitively bid the contract to several, um, and we received three bids, one or one local. Um, however, we determined that they were unable to perform um, what it is that we were looking for for our citizens. So we simply uh, uh, decided to continue to use open counter. 
Understood. Thank you. Are there any other questions for my colleagues? Member Waters. All right. So thank you, Madam Chair. It says under, I'm, I'm reading a report, and uh, of course it talks about all the great things that this, this software is supposed to do. Um, but under bid information, it says no bid. This is a sole uh, source vendor. Through the chair? No, we did bid this out and we received three, um, three uh, proposals. I think I think maybe I think maybe I we originally were going to attempt to go to no bid, but that was not the path that our procurement team and my director wanted to take. Well, you see, we don't. Then I don't have the information. I don't know if anyone else does, but it just it just said you know no bid sold um, source vendor so. I, I I don't have it. That's correct, Member Waters. On my end, I also see that there was a no bid. This is a, also a sole source vendor. Um, if there's other information, we may have not received it. I'm not sure if there's anybody online with us from um, the procurement office that can confirm that there were multiple bids for this contract. And who they weren't, and they should be in the report, uh, Madam Chair. Yes, and through the chair, um, I do not, my buyer is David Mott. I'm not seeing him on the call. We went through, the, the other bidders were Selectron and Decima, D-E-C-I-M-A. Madam Chair. Uh, yes, uh, Vice Chair Benson. Um, maybe if we could hear from LPD. They actually produced this report. Maybe they can clear this up for us. Okay, LPD. That would be Ms. Wilson or Ms. Sabatini if they're on the line. I have not, do not have any knowledge personally of this. Uh, Mr. Washington, is Ms. Wilson or Ms. Sabatini online with us? Mr. Washington, sorry. Oh, I see Ms. Sabatini with us. Good morning. Good morning, um, Honorable Body. Lorianne Sabatini, LPD. I'm looking through Oracle now, and I still don't see a bid sheet. So perhaps OCP should include that into Oracle so we could report it. Member Waters. Madam Chair, yes. Uh, we'd like to know not only who they are, but where they're located and, and so forth. And all of that should be in the report before we move on this, Madam Chair. All right. So if we would like, oh, yes, Ms. Sabatini. Uh, Lori and Sabatini, again, um, pardon my interruption. We, we, when we have the information, we put it in the report. So we regret not having it to put in when we apologize. Yeah. So if we could get that added, we can update the TETA report for this honorable body. Thank you, Ms. Sabatini. You mentioned OCP has that information. Um, I'm, OCP puts the documents into Oracle that we use to do research on the reports. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Is there anybody um, online with us from the Office of Contracting and Procurement? Mr. Washington? Um, yes, Madam Chair. The buyer is actually logging in now. Okay. Really, we just need um, OCP's information. Um, if we're able to get that before the end of our agenda, that's able to be shared with us, I think mm -hmm. that's really all that we need. Uh, Mr. Washington, are you saying, uh, oh, Mr. Foster, I see your hand is up. No, I, yes, thank you, Madam Chair. I just received a call from our buyer and he's attempting to get on the line. What is the buyer's name? 
David Mott. David Mott, if we can let David Mott in as a panelist. Madam Chair. Yes. Just yes, Ms. So, yes, ma'am. Just so this body um, understands what the report reflects, I'm looking at the document that says it's a non-standard procurement uh, sole source vendor. Right. Yeah. Just so you know why that's in the TETA report. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. I believe, um, was Mr. Mott on with us? Trying to unmute. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So you are the buyer, but would you happen to have the information? All we're looking for here is our is the, is the information from the other bidders. Oh, okay. I can pull. I can pull that. Okay. And then, Miss Abitini, just um, for clarification, this did not need to go, this did not have to go through the bidding process, but it was to Mr. Foster's um, point that there right. was a, a, a bid process for this contract. Uh, yes, ma'am, Lorianne Sabatini, it, it, it appears as if Mr. Foster is stating that there was a bid process, okay. but the documents available to LPD in the Oracle system, there is a document called a non-standard procurement and if you look at the reason why they use this document, they check sole source. So that's the only information the LPD has available at this time. That's why the report reflects that. Okay, thank you. Yes, ma'am. And- Yes, we oh. did bid, we had, I'm sorry, pardon oh, me. Go right ahead, Mr. Mott. Oh no, we, we did bid and we had um, three, Respondents, Open Counter Enterprises, Decima, and Selectron Technologies. Great. Would you mind sharing that over um, to LPD for them to update the reports? Okay. Will do. Will do. Madam Chair. Okay. Member Waters. Uh, thank you. Good morning, Mr. Mott. Um, so you're saying one is from Oakland County, the other bidder. Is that correct? From Oakland County? Yeah, where where are the other two bidders from? What state? Okay, let me let me pull that information so I can get you the exact information. Madam Chair. Yes, Ms. Abatini. Yes, ma'am, through you, if we could ask uh, Mr. Mott to just add it to the Oracle documents so I can update my report. Mr. Mott, if you could please do that for our LPD team. We'll do, we'll do. All right, folks, I think if this is gonna give us, take us a little bit of time, we can come back to this um, item. If Motion. you just wanna go on. Motion to move to the end. Okay, um, thank you, Vice Chair. So we're gonna move this discussion until the end of our agenda. Um, it's pretty lengthy, but I'll try to get us through as quickly as possible. Um, just please have that bit information for us, for us to confirm, for us to know a little bit more information about who they were before we move this out, um, out of our committee. 
through the chair, may I, uh, and through the chair, thank you, uh, chair, chairwoman today. Um, will there be any other questions that we will need to address uh, other than what I understand to be um, what council member Waters has asked is what the location of these other bidders and or whether to, uh, that they were indeed bid or are there any other questions that we should also investigate? Member Waters. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. And I'm assuming that we will be submitting uh, the bid sheet, those calculations in terms of, uh, you know, how the other two bid it. Okay, um, I'm and, and, and through the chair answering for my buyer, we will make sure that that is what you receive because we have we have obviously um, myself and my team have reviewed each and every one of those proposals and we've made some um, you know very critical decisions on why we did not want to go with them. Um, and I think it's glaring why we did not. So I'm hoping that you will be able to make that determination yourself. Thank, Thank you, you. Madam Chair. Thank you. Thank you. That's helpful. With that, unless we have the information in front of us now, um, there was a motion for us to move on to the next line, line item, and then we will, we will come back to this discussion at the end of our agenda today. So with that, thank you all so much. We will now move on to line item 6.3. So line item 6.3 is contract number 6004885. This is using 100% city funding. This is to provide bus tire purchase, repair, recapping, and scrapping services. The contractor is Shredder Tire and Oil, Inc. They are located in Toledo, Ohio. This contract is $2,750,000, and it's for transportation. This contract was held back over recess by myself and member um, Whitfield Calloway. And I'm wondering if we can get a motion for discussion. Discussion. Thank you. And Mr. Washington, if we have anybody online to discuss this with us. Yes, we have a Geo, Geo Joy online for this item. If we can bring over Geo Joy as a panelist. Madam Chair, they are promoted. Thank you. Hey, good morning, Madam Chair, and to the committee. Hello, good morning. Uh, Mr. Joy, were you able to be in contact with Member Calloway regarding any concerns that you had regarding this contract? Yeah, there was a few questions came in. The, the bus has been used, uh, the number of buses and the tires, so we just provide those answers to uh, through a procurement team. Okay, so um, just want to make sure that she's satisfied with your responses. This is a very large contract, so I mm -hmm. would like it if you would please explain to the public what we will be receiving um, with this contract. So this the new contract. We basically all the revenue vehicles, all the fleets for from the older model year to the newer one. We are getting a uh, new tire replacement and also getting a recap. And uh, they are also doing a tire check on the uh, on the, all the fleets just to make sure the policies are put in place. And uh, we do pressure checks and pressure monitoring and wear and tear conditions on all the fleets. Thank you. Are there any questions from my colleagues? Sure. <laughs> yes, you have I, a question? Yeah. I, oh, you, Member Waters. Thank, thank you, Madam Chair. <laughs> I. I guess I'm just wondering, I mean, 
you know, you know all these tire shops and all these auto shops that are here, and not just here in the D, but I mean throughout uh, Southeast Michigan for sure. I don't get why didn't why didn't some of them qualify for such a contract? I mean, there's something unique. Hey, Madam Chair, and to the committee. So uh, we just uh, it was a it, it was a generic contract procure, uh, procurement. So it just to do the recapping for various type model model years of the buses. So we do have new flyer delays and Proterra coaches. So uh, they are the only vendor just came in for the bid process. And and where are they from? That other one. The, the vendor that um, participated is uh, they're from Ohio. Yeah, but I thought you just said one was from Michigan. I don't see it. No, no, no. There, there is only one. That's that's the one from Ohio. See, that's frustrating for me because I don't get why why we cannot find other bidders here locally. I I don't get that. We should not be satisfied when there's just one bidder and they're from another state in particular. Can you understand my frustration, sir? Yes, we do. We do understand. And so when you saw just that one bidder come in, were you not concerned? Yes, we were concerned. We put it out for a bid for quite some time and we put it out for again and nobody ever bid for it. So we tried multiple attempts to see if there is more people. And so, Madam Chair, so how many people did you email this opportunity to? Did you invite? Um, that's the... Uh... I'm not sure if I have the list, but I can definitely check with the procurement team and I can find out how many vendors the Oracle request being sent it to. Thank you. I did see um, Ms. Sabatini online as well. Attorney Sabatini, did you want to add anything else? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to go back and see the number of invited participants, but the bid that we did the report on was open from August. I'm sorry, I got to pull it back up. August 10th through September 14th, and this was the sole bid. But I'm going to let you know if the documents are in Oracle, how many suppliers were invited, if you give me just one second. Okay. I, I, I need to know that. This is crazy. Madam Chair, my um, through through the chair, the answer to that is not in Oracle. My coworker just looked it up faster than me, and that information is not available. The only thing we have is the sole sole bidder, who's the person from Ohio. Got it. Thank you, Ms. Abatini. Mm -hmm. uh, Member Waters. Um, Madam Chair, my motion is to deny. Send a former with recommendation to deny. Okay, uh, your motion is to deny this contract. Are there any objections to denying this contract? Discussion. Discussion. Uh, discussion, Vice Chair. Just, um, to the administration, what if this contract is denied, what would the process be to deliver the services? 
effective right now. The the previous contract have uh, been expired, and uh, right now we need uh, urgency to get a new contract put in place so that uh, we can continue the uh, tire replacement. We are uh, since it's in the vendor time, we are getting more issues on the tires right now, so it would be helpful. And uh, if um, we can we can get you more information about the bit, bidders um, through the procurement buyers and to find out um, how many candidates the request being sent out. But uh, and uh, we will um, we will see what we can do on that situation. But it would be ideal if we can get the request been approved at the earliest. Uh, Vice Chair. Um, through through the chair to the administration, um, and this is also to my colleague, Member Waters, I'm not sure if it would, I understand the frustration, but I also wanna make sure they're able to provide these type of services um, for transportation. Would it help if there was a offline conversation with some understanding of why you all, as in DDOT, are not getting the local participation, and then maybe provide some comfort to my colleague that we can make that happen in the future? if we brought this back at a later date. Member Waters. And so, um, thank you, Madam Chair. I, um, you see, the thing about it is that it's always the 11th hour. Um, well, we've got to have this, or, we, or we're not going to be able to provide the service. We can't do this. We can't do that. Because we've waited until the 11th, 12th hour in order to address that. We've been, as, as a body, for the most part, we've been talking about engaging other vendors locally in the, and, and in the state so that they can participate in the bidding process. And we've also asked that, and this was early on, it didn't just happen, um, that procurement at least notify us so that we can send some things out as well as members you know, just to put people, help to notify people that such an opportunities exist. So that's that's my frustration when I just see one one bidder. I just I just don't want to see those anymore. And then you can't even produce the list that were that were invited. I'm just not I'm just not ready to uh, approve this. No, I need more information. I need to understand some things. A motion to bring back in two weeks. Okay. Hello. Who just said hello? Yes. This is Valerie Massey from OCP. I'm the buyer for this contract. And to answer your question, four suppliers were invited to this. One, one second. Um, I, I can withdraw that, but. Okay. Go ahead. I, I'm going to bring it back in two weeks. So, uh, so the motion can stay. Mm -hmm. We're in, yes, we're in the middle of a vote. Um, there's 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 a motion on the floor right now. Madam Chair, you didn't yes. actually start the vote. Okay. So the motion was to bring it back. I, I, I don't know if it was in two weeks. Yeah. Um, th this discussion may very well be relevant to that. So okay. that would be proper to discuss that at the moment before on the motion. Mm -hmm. Discussion on the motion. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie, um, you you were going to mention something in regards to Member Waters' question. Yes, I was saying that four suppliers were invited to be on this RFQ. 
Stewart, Jefferson Chevrolet, Jerry's Tire, Schrader Tire, and Oil Incorporated and Vitek LLC. Okay. Hmm. Those are local. Okay. Thank you, Valerie. Missed it. You're welcome. Okay. Member Waters. Okay. So they were invited and they didn't be it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know what else to say. All right. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for getting the answers that we needed for Member Waters. And I appreciate um, knowing that there was a process where we invited people locally. Um, I have no other questions for this contract. And I'm happy to hear that Member Callaway got her answers as well. If there are no other questions, is there a motion to approve 6.3? Or more discussion? Motion to withdraw my motion. Your motion is still on the table. Thank you. Withdraw my motion. Okay. Well, I, because I had one out there, two motion to deny. <laughs> Dr. Powers. Madam Chair, that was, that's not an a, um, accurate motion. It oh. would have been motion to send a formal session with the recommendation to deny. Oh, because I said it, that. It, it, So you have to say all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But, and, but be that as it may, um, uh, member... Um, Benson's Benson. motion <laughs> would have taken precedence. <laughs> okay. His motion, his most recent uh, motion was withdrawn. Is there another motion at the table? Motion to send a formal with a recommendation to approve. Are there any objections? One, object. Uh, Member Waters is an objection. I, I approve that motion as well. Uh, so 6.3 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Madam Chair. Thank you all so much. Yes, Vice Chair. Since we, this body, we see so many contracts, I, I like to say we probably see the most of any of the committees, it might be beneficial if we were to have a discussion in this committee just on the procurement process mm -hmm. and what goes on and how procurement is looking to address the concerns mm -hmm. that our colleagues have so astutely brought up when it comes to getting more Detroit um, and local people to bid, at least bid, and then to get vendors. I know there have been conversations, but to have that in public I think it also be very beneficial. Yes, it's a good idea. We will add this to our list of conversations that we want to have here at PHS. Um, but that is definitely a, a good suggestion and one that we can um, make sure happens sooner rather than later. Thank you, Vice Chair. Moving us along now to 6.4. This is contract number 6004720. This is using 58% UT geo bond funding, 42% DOG. Um, coronavirus grant funding, and this is to provide 44 chest compression devices, 50 12 lead electrocardiogram monitors, batteries, accessories, and warranties. The contractor is Sticker Stales, they are um, LLC, they are located in Portage, Michigan. This contract was held up again by a number of um, colleagues, and myself included, over recess. Um, is there a motion for discussion? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. Mr. Washington, is there anybody in line with us that can discuss 6.4? We have Latrice Gelder online, as well as uh, Second Deputy Commissioner Derek Hillman and Captain Jeff Forbes. Okay. We can move over Captain Jeff Ford, DC and Latrice over as panelists. 
Hello, good morning, gentlemen. If you wouldn't mind seating your name and title for the public. Good morning, council members. Uh, Derek Hillen, second deputy commissioner. Good morning, council members. Uh, Jeff Forbes, captain, Detroit Fire Training. Thank you both for being here. Um, for myself, I no longer have any questions for this, um, but I'm wondering, Member Waters, if you have any questions uh, regarding 6.4. Okay. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, you know, when I look at 6.4 and 6.6, .6, Madam Chair, I, I, I do wonder, um, since those are, you know, similar needs and as it relates to medical, I believe it's 6.6. .6. So, um, it was, um, the bid said 50, 50, 12 leads and 44 chest compressions. And so I'm just thinking, you know, why was it broken down this way? Why not both? It, that's why we held it up in the, and so it still isn't clear. Maybe you can just kind of explain this process, you know, how, how this was all broken out, if you don't mind. Um, to, to Member Waters' concerns. So the, first off, uh, good morning and, and appreciate you guys uh, looking at this for us. Uh, so what this is, is 50 EKG monitors. Mm -hmm. And those are the monitors that will tell a person's heart rate. It'll help deliver shocks if somebody's in a heart attack. And then we wanted to also, um, when we put this out for bid, we wanted to have chest compression devices that incorporated or, or worked with, I should say, those uh, 12 lead monitors. So that's, uh, so that's why we did an evaluation on those chest compression devices. And the grant was to cover for those 44 monitors. Um, so, so that's that was the process that we went through, and that's why we did the uh, EKGs first because we wanted to make sure that we determined what um, monitor we want to have, and then we wanted to make sure that we paired that with the proper chest compression device. Mm, okay. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Member Waters. Um, if there are no other questions from my colleagues, um, I do have one question, which is looking at the bids. It looks like Austin Logistics, um, that is a Detroit contractor, is the lowest bid. Am I reading this correctly? And they did not receive this contract. Why is that? Um, so when we looked at the the, uh, the people that bid, we only wanted to have the, the individuals that uh, supplied the equipment. That would have been a third party, and they couldn't warranty the equipment like the current vendors. So if we went to them, it would be a third-party purchase. And they were actually, if I remember right, they were higher than what Stryker was too. Got it. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Member Waters. All right. So motion to approve, Madam Chair. There's been a motion to approve. Um, if there's no other discussion, are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.4 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you both for joining us. Um, since I have you both here, um, if you wouldn't mind, and if my colleagues wouldn't mind, jumping to 6.6, .6, this is another fire um, item. If that's okay, is there a motion to discuss 6.6? .6? Motion. Discussion. 
Thank you. Line item 6.6 is contract number 6004792. This is using 100% city funding. This is to provide various EMS medical supplies. The contractors Bond Tree Medicals LLC. They are con they're located in Dublin, Ohio. This again is for fire. The contract is $1,154,000. And um, I see that this was also held by me, Member Waters. <laughs> Again, my questions um, are no longer, but Member Waters, wondering if you have any other remaining questions. Sure. I, you, you know, when I look at uh, 6.4, and of course I, I'm thinking maybe that Stryker Company probably could have done uh, this as well. I don't know. Uh, where these other companies are located, if they're in Michigan or not, to tell you the truth. That's one thing. Um, and is it possible that um, we could have broken these up, you know, and so that other local um, suppliers could have participated? So that's just the, the two questions. I, I want to know where these other companies are located. Because I haven't found that in the report. Maybe I'm missing. Let me. See. I I have. I don't see it in the report. And then um, number two, uh, is it possible that we could have broken this up so that other local suppliers could have participated? Because when I look at a company like a a striker that's up by, I don't know, Kalamazoo, Portage, wherever they are, um, I wonder why they wouldn't bid on this as well. Madam Chair. Thanks, Member Waters. And to your first uh, question, a number of these, I believe, um, are Detroit, or excuse me, are Michigan-based mm. um, contractors. Some of them are, yes. So um, I, I, I think that's a, a question to ask, right, is mm. why they did not receive um, the contract. But I, I will turn it over to FIRE. Um. Again, thank you uh, for having us on here. Um, is Captain Barber in the panel or out in the audience? Nobody is here in person. I'm not sure. Okay, because uh, Captain Barber is our supply captain over at um, Apparatus, and he could uh, he handled this uh, procurement. Um, but I can I can speak to you. Um, oh yes, Mr. Washington. Um, I do see Christopher Barber online. If we can move Christopher Barber over as a panelist, please. Madam Chair, he's been promoted. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell. Captain Barber, you've been promoted as a panelist. If you just um, are able to unmute and show yourself on screen, you'll be able to join us. Uh, good morning, can you hear me? We can hear you, we can't see you. Um, that should be fine, but as long as we're able to communicate, were you able to hear the questions? Yes, ma'am. 
Okay, are you able to let us know um, your, your responses to member Waters' questions? I know, the one question Madam Chair was why Stryker did not <laughs> bid on this. Uh, they're strictly monitors and stretchers. They do not, they do not uh, supply all our medical needs for supplies, like four by fours, five by nines. They're unable to do that. And we went through the bid process. We had, I want to say it was like, it was five companies that bid on it. Um, Boundtree did, was able to supply a bid package with every item and came in the lowest. There are other companies that came in would only do partial bids. Yeah, I saw that. And from OCP, we wanted to have everything on one contract and not have multiple contracts throughout our all our medical supplies. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you all. If there are no Thank other you. questions, is there a motion to approve 6.6? .6? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.6 .6 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be moving back up on our agenda to 6.5. 6.5 is contract number 6004390. This is using 100% major street funding. This is an amended contract to provide an increase of funds only for the repair of tree damaged sidewalks and driveways at various locations. The contractor is Georgi Concrete LLC and Major Contract Contracting Group. This is a joint venture. They are located in Detroit. The contract increase is 510,817, which brings this total contract to $3 million for public works. Um, are there any questions or is there a motion to approve 6.5? Motion. motion. Um, Madam Chair. Uh, discussion, is there a motion for discussion? Discussion. Thank you, Member Waters. Mr. Washington. Um, yes, I actually believe this was approved during the recess period. This was approved during recess. We see here that this was held by member Calloway. It was held. Okay. Um, okay, my notes had shown that it was approved during the week of the second. So I would defer to LPD if they can confirm. LPD. Again, Ms. Sabatini would okay. be there. Good morning, Ashley Wilson, Legislative Policy Division. And uh, Mr. Washington is correct, um, as well as the council. Callaway did hold it and then released it December 1st. Thank you, Ms. Wilson. So this needs to be voted on, correct? So, or do we? No, it has been approved during it's... recess during the week of December 2nd. So it can actually be removed from consideration. Oh, understood, okay. So then 6.5 um, needs to be removed from our agenda. Yes, ma'am. Motion to remove. All right. Uh, without objection, 6.5 will be removed from our agenda. Thank you all so much. This moves us along to 6.6. .6. This is contract number 6004792, using 100% city funding to provide various. We just discussed this while we was going. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, Madam Clerk, were you going to correct me? Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are now on 6.7. This is contract number uh, 3060444 using 100% city funding. This is to provide emergency demolition. 
there are various emergency demolitions that we're going to be discussing here. They are line items 6.6 through 6.19. No, not 6.6. I have 6.7. Thank you, Member Waters. I'm looking at it. I just said the wrong thing. Um, 6.7 through 6.19 are all various emergency demo contracts. Is there a motion to discuss? Discussion. Thank you. Member Waters, um, I believe all of these were held by you during recess. Um, wondering if you have any questions for these line items that you want to discuss now. I do not. You don't? Okay, so then 6.6 6 through 6.7. 6. I apologize, folks. Oh, I, and, and just on one, Madam Chair. Member Waters? Yeah, on 6.15, I just want to understand... Um, the contract description, it says that it's a commercial alteration, but the bid was for demolition. So what's a commercial alteration? What qualifies a property uh, for that as opposed to demolition? I just kind of need to understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Washington, is there anybody here to discuss demo with us? Director Counts is online, and I believe the buyer should be logging again in just a moment. Okay, if we can move Director Counts over as a panelist. Director Counts has been promoted. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell. Good morning, Director Counts. If you wouldn't mind naming your senior name and title for the public. Good morning, LaJuan Counts, Director of the Detroit Demolition Department. Director Counts, Member Waters had a question regarding 6.15. It said, what was your question again, Member Waters? Yeah, um, the contract description says that it's a commercial alteration, uh, but the bid was for demolition. So what's a commercial alteration? Why use that as opposed to demolition? Just want to understand that. Director. Through the chair, through the chair to Member Waters. Um, so the difference between an alteration and a demo is they they are in essence the same thing. Mm -hmm. The difference is with normal like residential demolitions, we demolish all the way through through the basement and we remove those basements as well, and then we do perform our backfill process. On commercial alterations, we demolish to the slab, so we take the the property down to grade. And then if we have any or encounter any basement locations, we backfill with um, 21AA, um, some type of stone fill material, and then we create a slab or a final grade situation. So it is a demo. It's slightly different than a, a complete demo. I um, mean, that's why it's called an alteration. Okay. All right. Well, I just learned something. Thank, Thank you, you, Director. Thank you, Member <laughs> Waters. Welcome. If there are no other questions for 6.7 through 6. Yes, I said it right that time. <laughs> through 6.19, um, I will read through the addresses and total contract amounts briefly before asking for a motion to approve. 6.7, um, and all of these are emergency con uh, emergency demolitions. Um, and, and then this, the following one is for residential property at 10034 Cedarland. The contractor is DMC Consultants for the total amount of 32300 6.8 is emergency demo for residential property at 
4859 Lakewood for DMC Consultants for the total amount of 49760 6.9 emergency demo for residential property at 1662 Ellesmere. Contractor is Guyanga for the total amount of 26199 6.10 emergency demo for the residential property at 13359 Young. Contractor is Guyanga. The total amount is 25904 6.11 Emergency demo for the residential property at 14620 Chapel. The contractor is Guyanga for the total amount of $23,014. 6.12 emergency demo at 17387 Klinger. The contractor is Guyanga for the total amount of $22,446. 6.13 emergency demo at 4294 Larchmonts contractor Guyanga for 25,717 6.14 emergency demo at 14414 Blackstone contractors Guyanga located in Detroit for the total amount of 21,802 6.15 emergency demo for 2927 West McNichols. The contractor is Guyanga for the total amount of 178,633. 6.16 is emergency demo for 5740 Hardin. Contractor is Guyanga. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of $22,026. And 6.17 emergency demo for 19410 Havana. The contractor is Guyanga for $22,675. I have two more to read. 6.18 is contract um, number 306169 emergency demo. For 12927 Pilkey, this is the contractor's Guyanga. They're lo located in Detroit for 22300 And the last contract we're discussing is an emergency demo at the residential property at 12927 Pilkey. The contractor's Guyanga for 22300 Is there a motion to approve a line item? 6.7 through 6.19. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.7 through 6.19 are approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Um, given that these were held back, is there a motion to send these to new business with the recommendation to approve? Motion. Thank you. Without objection, hearing no objection, we will send these to new business with the recommendation to approve. Thank you, Director Counts. We will see you soon. Mm -hmm. Moving us along to 6.20, this is a status of Miss Margaret Maddox's complaint regarding the driveway at McDonald's on West Grand Boulevard. We are requesting an update. Mr. Washington, has there been any um, movements on these repairs? Sure, I do see um, Deputy Director Dayo Akiyemi's handwriting. Okay, if we can move over our deputy as a panelist. Madam Chair, he has been promoted. Thank you.
Good morning, Madam Chair. Good morning, Deputy. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Dario Akiemi, Deputy Director, DPW. Would you happen to have any, oh, is there a motion to discuss 6.20? Session. Thank you. Deputy, would you happen to have any updates regarding the McDonald's restaurant's uh, sidewalk repairs on West Grand Boulevard? Yes, ma'am. Um, we have inspected this particular location. We have um, directed staff to come up with a um, way to Number one, we've reached out to the um, to McDonald's as well, um, to the business owners, but we are going over and above um, what should be their responsibility to go ahead and come up with a plan to re to um, repair those. So we will do that um, as soon as the weather breaks, and um, we'll coordinate um, how the owner of the property will pay us back uh, for the repair um, if they don't repair it by by spring. Understood. Thank you. This is good to know. We can definitely let Ms. Maddox know. Um, I am debating whether or not we leave this on our agenda until the sidewalk is complete or until we know that there has been a, um, that it's been fixed. If so, we would bring back in a few months um, when the weather breaks. Yes. yes. Oh, and Member Waters. And thank you, Madam Chair. And meanwhile, uh, would you all mind um, sending a letter to uh, Ms. Maddox? explaining to her uh, what the process will be in, a, in the approximate time that it will take, please. Deputy, do you have Ms. Maddox's information? I believe we do, ma, and we can do that. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Member Waters. Thank you. Um, appreciate the update. Thank you for working on this diligently. Um, and I would like to bring this back in a few months um, just to see how, how it's going. All right, motion. Motion, motion. to bring back TBD. TBD, thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. Motion to bring back TBD. Um, hearing no objections, we will do so. Thank you, Deputy. Drive safe. Thank you, ma'am. With that, line item 6.2 through 6.23, line item 6.21 through 6.23 are all various memos um, that I would like to defer to you, Member Waters, if there's a motion to discuss 6.21, 6.22, and 6.23. Uh, discussion. See. Okay, thank you, Member Waters. 6.21 is a memo relative to property management companies and rental certificates of compliance. Okay, uh, well, yes, that's um, information, a memo that went to uh, LPD, and so I don't know how much time they will need. LPD. I think two weeks on that, Madam Chair, to Member Waters through the chair. Okay. Motion to bring back in two weeks, Madam Chair. Okay. 6.21. All right. So then we will bring back 6.21 in two weeks. Hearing no objection, we will do so. For 6.22, Member Waters, this is a memo relative to establishing an organization to protect renters in the city of Detroit. All right. So I, I'm not, I don't quite understand the relevance of this because we've had an ordinance drafted. Okay. Oh. We can receive and file? Yes, we can receive and file. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is motion. that your motion, Member Waters? Yes. Are there any objections to receiving and files, uh, filing 6.22? Hearing none, we can receive and file 6.22, which leaves us to 6.23, Member Waters. This is a memo relative to demolition contracts. 
Yes. Well, we're, we're waiting. We need to bring it back. How much time will LPD need? Again, two weeks, Madam Chair, please. All right. Motion to bring back in two weeks. Okay. Without objection, we will bring back 6.23 in two weeks. Thank you, Member Waters. Okay. This brings us to 6.24. This is a memo relative to speed bump concerns by Engine 54. We have been told that we are able to receive and file this um, from, Pro, um, from Pro Tem Tate's office. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Hearing no objections, 6.24 will be received and filed. 6.25 is a memo relative to requesting financial assistance for mom and pop led abatements. We were asked to bring this back in two weeks. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Without objection, we'll bring back 6.25 in two weeks. 6.26 is a memo from our Vice Chair Benson's office relative to the opinion on an update on Sergeant Elaine Williams' ordinance to comply with changes in federal law. Vice Chair? Well, we've received this response, motion to receive and file. Without objection, we will receive and file 6.26. Thank you, Vice Chair. 6.27 is contract number 3051. Four five six. This is using 100% grant funding to provide shelter and quarantine for COVID-19 positive individuals experiencing homelessness. The contractor is Roberts River Walk Hotel. They are in Detroit for the total amount of 100, $119,000 with $40. This is for the health department. Discussion? Discussion, Member Waters. Uh, yes, the, the, um, well, all of the um, tax issues resolved there were some tax issues the there were we had not approved it previously i see miss wilson has joined us good morning again ashley wilson legislative policy division and as of this morning i have not gotten an update on the clearances so that may be a question to pose to ocp if they've gotten an update mr washington um yes we do have david Bob from ocp online if we can move David over as a panelist. And we also have Christina Floyd from the health department. And Christina Floyd. Madam Chair, they're both promoted. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell. Hello again, if you wouldn't mind seating your name and title for the public. David Mott, Purchasing Specialist, City of Detroit. Good morning everyone, Christina Floyd, Deputy Director of the Detroit Health Department. Thank you for joining us. Um, Mr. Mott, did you receive the tax clearances for this contract? We, we do not have the tax clearances for this contract. Um, this particular property was recently purchased by um, the Illiches, and we do not have an opportunity right now. We're still pursuing what we can, but we do not have the tax clearances for the previous owner, Roberts River Walk. Oh, right. Um, Ms. Floyd, we're going to have to hold this back, you know, until we get the tax clearances. Wondering, you know, that's going to, it's going to have to be okay, correct? If there's anything else that, that we should know, or we're just going to have to wait for the tax clearances, correct? Yes, that is correct. That is one part of the, um, whole contract that we need to be able to have approved. Yeah. Okay. Discussion. Um, Vice Chair. 
I know we, we, it's been two months since we've been here, so this is not new. Um, how are those tax clearances looking? And if I'm not mistaken, there were cons there were some concerns. And the reason that I'm really concerned about this, I want to make sure that we are made whole as a city and not liable if we approve this and those clearances aren't there. If I'm not mistaken, we are going to be held accountable for that money if these clearances aren't approved, which means we may have to give the money back to the feds, mm -hmm. which is what I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where are we on these clearances moving forward with this? Um, through the chair, I am in touch. Well, I have been in touch with the lawyers for the Roberts River Walk, and I'm working with them to try to get what they can to us as far as the tax clearances. But as I mentioned, the property's been sold, mm -hmm. and this was from over a year ago. So I'm still working on it, though. So here's another question, then. It doesn't sound, yes. I mean, they, they no longer have skin in the game. Right. What is their motivation to continue to work with us beyond just doing the right thing, which I'm sure they want to do? Right. I don't know if they have any other motivation, but we're looking to get the information that they had. They say they had it at the time. So that's what I'm looking for now, trying to get something showing that they had it at the time when we needed it. Okay. And then regarding the transfer of property, is there anything that a new owner can do to provide the clearances that are needed since they now own the property? Or is this more about the services provided versus who owns the property? Right, I, I doubt the new owner would uh, be able to provide clearances for the uh, shelter that we used you know, over a year ago because they had nothing to do with it. And I don't think they would want any liability as it relates to it. So plan B, we can't get the clearances from Roberts Riverwalk. Are we gonna go after them for our money? Because the feds will come, come after us for their money. I cannot say at this point what we would do. We're just working to try to get the tax clearances, but um, thank you for that suggestion. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> okay. So how much more time do we need on this one? It's yeah. been two months since we saw it heard it last. Um, I cannot say for sure. I'm just, just pursuing as best I can. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to give you a date knowing that, not, not having the actual date in mind that I know I could get it by. Do we know when the feds are going to want to come looking for their money? I mean, so we can't continue to do this TBD. There's got to be a certain pencils down point. Right. I do not know the answer to that. LPD. Thank you, Madam Chair. Might be a request for a line item with the law department in terms of just my lawyer's hat answering Council Member Benson's questions through the chair. I would like to know what the strategy is to protect the city's interests. So that might be the best thing to do. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, chair, oh, yeah. uh, yes, Ms. Floyd. Uh, through the chair, so we will uh, look into it as well on our side with regards to the grant funding and our grant source. Um, but if there's any complete deadline, and we'll provide that to Mr. Mott. Thank you, Law. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning, Graham Anderson, through the chair, uh, Law Department. Uh, but I would just uh, ask for another week to be able to correlate with the various departments to get a more complete answer to everyone. Motion to bring back in one week. Okay. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair. There's been a motion to bring 6.27 back in one week. Hearing no objections, we will do so. Thank you all so much. 
moving us along now to new business under the Office of Contracting and Procurement. 7.1 is contract number 3061946 using 100% city funding. This is to provide emergency demolition for residential property 13432 Hampshire. This is the contractor is SC Environmental Services LLC. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of 23,975. Is there a motion for discussion or approval of 7.1? Motion to approve. Been a motion to approve. Here, no objection. 7.1 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. And is there a motion to discuss 7.2 through 7.5 together? Motion. Thank you. These are all various emergency demolition contracts. 7.2 is emergency demolition contract for property 4642 Springle. The contractor is SC Environmental Services located in Detroit for the total amount of 18650 7.3 is another emergency demolition uh, contract for property at 13544 Arlington. Contractor is SC Environmental <coughs> Services, LLC, located in Detroit for the total amount of 16873 7.4 is emergency demo for 3646 E. Willis. Contractor is SC Environmental Services, LLC, located in Detroit for the total amount of 19150 7.5 is another emergency demo for 13547 DeQuinder. The contractor is SC Environmental Services LLC located in Detroit for the total amount of 22395 Is there a motion to approve 7.2 through 7.5? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.2 through 7.5 will be approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 7.6 is contract number 6002912 with 100% major street funding. This is an amended contract to provide an increase of funds only for construction services for the West McNichol Streetscape project. The contract is major contracting group. They're located in Detroit. The increase amount is 309620 with 17 cents, bringing this total contract to $5,644,291 with 55 cents. Is there a motion to approve and discuss 7.6? Motion to discuss. Thank you, Vice Chair. Mr. Washington, is there anybody that can discuss 7.6 with us? Yes, we have Jenny Whitfield online, and I believe Deputy Director Dio Akinyemi. Yes. Okay, if we can move Jenny and our deputy over as panelists. Madam Chair, they're both promoted. Thank you. Thank you both for joining us. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Uh, good morning, uh, Chair. My name is Jenny K. Whitfield, Contracting and Procurement Specialist for the City of Detroit. To the Chair, Dio Akiemi, Deputy Director, BPW. Thank you both for joining us. 
Um, Deputy, this might be a question um, more for you, but this is our second amendment. This contract is now well over $5 million. Wondering, can we expect another amended contract and how is this streetscape project going? Actually, through the chair, um, this project is completed for all intents and purposes. This is like the finaling or the uh, finaling out of the invoice and the um, two work item that um, forms this 309,000 is an underground work that we were not expecting um, that was done. Um, you know, they, once we pull over the pull out the concrete work, we realized some issues on the beneath the, the ground surface uh, that we're not expecting, and we took care of that. And the, uh, the about $70,000 for uh, delineators and uh, bump out to make the street a little safer um, for pedestrians and, and bicyclists um, alike. So um, my understanding at this point is that we're done um, and we should not be expecting uh, further amendments. Got it. Thank you, Deputy. Uh, Member Waters. Thank you, uh, Madam Chair. So the purpose of the increase is, is due to unexpected underground work? That's correct. All right. So secondly, um, are we able to put bids together based on anticipated underground work? Um, at least shouldn't we have anticipated the, uh, the underground work? Through the chair, yes, we should anticipate some underground work, which we generally do. Um, but you, you cannot truly and totally anticipate everything that will happen once you pull back um, the concrete. Once you break the ground and you pull back, the city of Detroit is a city of several years old, three hundred plus years old. Mm -hmm. So we have utilities that are over a hundred years. Some of them don't show up in your, in our subsurface underground engineering or some surface um, utility um, study or misdeed or some of those um, avenues that we try to find out what's going on beneath the ground. Sometimes okay. something tells us it's you know three feet away from the curb. We get there and it's ten feet away from the curb. Sometimes it tells us it's ten feet down. We start excavating and it's three feet down. So you, we, we, we come into conflict with different things. So in as much as we sometimes we put 10% or 15% contingencies, some of our contracts, we get there and we exceed the contingencies. This is one of those situations where we have, um, you know, about less than actually 70, so 200 and something thousand dollars of unplanned for utility um, or excuse me, underground conflict. When you look at two hundred thousand um, or two hundred and something thousand dollars out of five point something million dollars, it's quite frankly less than five percent. So you know we we try to anticipate, but every now and then we we hit something that we we can we cannot just completely plan for. Okay, just one more thing, Madam Chair. Mm -hmm. So this is um, a joint venture between. Um, Major and Guyanga. This one. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right then. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Member Waters. If there are no other questions, thank you, Deputy. Thank you both for joining us.
Is there a motion to approve 7.6? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.6 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Moving us along now to 7.7, if there can be a motion to discuss 7.7 through 7.12. Motion. Thank you, Member Waters. Just breaking this up for myself. 7.7 through 7.12, these are all various demolition contracts. 7.7 is Contract number 6003302 using 100% bond funding. This is an amended contract to, to provide an extension of time only to provide proposal and residential demo release group A 2-SA. The contractor is Moss Company. They're located in Detroit. And again, this is just an extension of time only. 7.8 is a contract number 6003307 using 100% bond funding. This is an amended contract number one. This is again to provide an extension of time only for demolition services for proposal and demolition release group A. The contractor is inner city contracting. 7.9 is contract number 6003303 using 100% bond funding. This is a, a, the first amendment to provide an extension of time only to provide proposal and residential demolition group A. 3-SA, the contractor is Detroit Next Inc. They're located in Detroit. 7.10 is contract number 6003. 100% bond funding, this is amended one, to provide an extension of time only for demolition services for proposal and demolition release group A9-SA. And that is for inner city contracting. 7.11 is contract number 6003315 using 100% bond funding, the first amendment to provide an extension of time only for demolition services for, for proposal and demolition group A, A15-S1. And 7.12 is contract number 6003308 using 100% bond funding. This is the first amended uh, amendment to provide an extension of time only to provide proposal and residential dem demolition release group A8-SA. Contractor is Detroit Next. And this contract is for demolition. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 7.7 through 7.12? Discussion. Discussion. Member Waters. All right. I just kind of want to at least have an explanation for the additional time. All right. Mr. Washington, um, is Director Count still on with us? Through the chair, I'm here. Oh, hello, Director Counts. Um, were you able to answer Member Waters' question? <coughs> Through the chair, Luan Counts, Director of the Detroit Demolition Department. And yes, I did hear her question. Um, the explanation is relatively simple. Um, it's twofold, though. Um, we have two smaller contractors who technically have not completed their demolitions so far. Um, and we, we found that some of the smaller contractors are not able to keep up with our pace that we um, expect for production from our from, from these particular 
packages that we put out at the very beginning of the proposal in packages. Mm -hmm. um, and so we now accommodate for that moving forward. Um, during this time, we did not. So everyone had the same kind of time frame. The balance of the work is because we actually overflowed work onto another department and they were not really prepared to handle um, the influx of work that we put through. So right now, the challenges with sidewalks. Um, in the past, under the demolition program, the contractors were not responsible for repairing those sidewalks. Um, and now we make that a requirement and that has delayed their work um, because we, we put too much work onto another department. Um, so we've also taken that into consideration moving forward. But in order to accommodate and adjust for the current packages that we have or the current contract contracts that we have out, we needed to provide them some additional time for that. Okay. All right. I'm good. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Member Waters. Director County mentioned twofold. One, the smaller contractors. Two, is it's because of the additional service of the sidewalks? Is Correct. that the second point? Okay. And then the other department you mentioned, is that DPW? It is. Okay. And, and Madam Chair. Yes, Member Waters. If, if I just might say, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunities that the smaller contractors are given. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Thank you, Director Counts. I believe we have... Um... Let me not get ahead of myself and I'll wait till we get to, to those items. Um, but thank you, Director Counts, for, for these items. If there are no other questions, is there a motion to uh, approve 7.7 .7 through 7.12? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.7 .7 through 7.12 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you, Director. 7.13, this is contract number Three zero six two eight zero three using one hundred percent city funding. This is to provide an emergency demolition for the residential properties five seven four nine Harding and five seven four fifty four Harding. The contractor is small Smalley Smile Smalley Construction Inc. They're located in Jackson, Michigan, and this is for twenty seven thousand eight hundred and fifty. Is there a motion to approve or discuss seven point thirteen? Discussion. Discussion. Um, Member Waters. Okay. So, you know, there was originally some complaints with uh, Smalley. Um, I just kind of want to know how we, or why we're back here uh, with them, and um, just kind of what happened in the interim that would bring them back. Director Counts, if you are still with us. Through the chair to member waters mm -hmm. um we did have um a history with smalley and at that time smalley was suspended from the program for 360 plus days i think it was 365 days um and that suspension was served and they were able to um return to actually bidding work um they have not received a a package at this time but they have been able to receive um emergency demos um and that's just based on the fact that they were the lowest bidder because emergency demos are although they're bid out very quickly they are competitively bid and so they were able to win this work um because they were the lowest bidder madam chair member waters yeah um there were some previous complaints about 
dumping and that kind of thing. And also, um, a lot of the trash that was con that's contained on, on their yard, just, just a whole lot of junk and so forth. Did we take a look at that as well? Through the chair? Yes. Yes, we actively investigate every complaint that we receive on our contractors, not just Smalley, but every contractor that we yeah. receive a complaint on, we actively investigate. Um, and unfortunately, the investigation, well, I don't want to say unfortunately, but in this case, the investigation did not result in any further action to be taken on Smalley. Okay. Um, I do assure you that in the event that our contractors are responsible mm -hmm. for any violations of our policy or city ordinance, we do um, we do persecute to the, to the fullest extent that we can. So whether it's discipline through the department or um, enforcement through other agencies, we advocate to make sure that our contractors are always doing the right thing. Okay, thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Member Waters, Vice Chair. Um, just quickly, I wanna make sure, maybe I missed it. So was the issue with the subcontractor resolved with Smalley? Through the chair? Yes. Through the, through the best of, of our knowledge, yes. Um, we did request some additional information um, from that subcontractor. They never provided that additional um, information for us to take it any further. Um, we did forward what we knew to OCP so that they could look into it as well. And as far as I, I'm, I'm aware of, and I don't really wanna speak for OCP, but I believe that they did their own investigation as well. And they found that there was nothing further that the city could do. Okay, so Smalley did pay that subcontractor, correct? Through the chair, that I, I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, as far as there's an agreement in place, or there was an agreement in place through the court. I mean, from my understanding, they had executed as they were supposed to through the court. And mm -hmm. so there was, it was nothing further for me to look into. Um, and there was no additional information that was provided by that subcontractor that would have led me to look any further. Okay, um, just not having a an answer if they did finally pay the subcontractor contractor for the work that they did through our program. I don't feel comfortable moving this forward today. I'd like to bring this back in a week okay. to get an answer to that question. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you, Vice Chair. Um, with that, uh, we can bring back seven point. Is are there an objection to bringing this back? Hearing none, we can bring back seven points thirteen in one week. Um, for us to get that answer from, it sounds like OCP. Thank you, Director. Uh, 7.14, moving us along, is contract number 6004929. This is using 100% major street funding. This is to provide street debris hauling and disposal services. The contractor is Dissima LLC. They're located in Detroit. The, for the total amount of 940000 This is for public works. Is there a motion to discuss or approve uh, 7.14? Motion. Mm -hmm. Motion for approval. Are there any objections? Hearing on 7.14 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. Cool. Moving us along to line item 7.15, there are a number of proposal and new prep and contracts here, very large prep and contracts here. Um, one is 2 million, the other is, I believe, three. Um, I have received a number of questions regarding 
um, where we are with our prop and um, demolitions, but not just that specifically around stabilization um, and beautification as well. I have gone through our prop and dashboard um, and I see here that we have secured for resale um, 1,264, but we have completed over 3,000 demolitions. Um, and I keep hearing from residents the need for us to stabilize and save whatever properties we can for sale. Um, and just wants more of an update on our prop and demolitions in general. So I'm going to ask my colleagues um, if we can bring back these new prop and um, demolition contracts and just bring them back in one week. Um, I want to work together with our uh, director to see if we can get an update overall as to where we are with our demolition and with our stabilization. So with that, I will name off the line items that are prop and specific mm -hmm. um, to bring back in one week. The line items are seven points. Sorry, folks, I think I'm getting my line items messed up here. Oh, these also include trash out services for Prop N. I'm on line item 7.18, correct? 7.15. I'm in 7.15. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Okay, so we are on line item 7.15. So the line items that I, I hope to bring back, that I'm asking to bring back in one week, are line item 7.15, 7.21, through 7.23, and line item 7.32, through 7.37. To bring these back in one week, which will allow us for discussion, I will read these numbers again. Line items to bring back are 7.15, 7.21 through 7.23, and line item 7.32 through line item 7.37. These are, again, prop and trash out services and demolitions. LPD? 7.1717 is also prop and. I don't know if you intended to leave it out. I intended to leave that one out. Yes, uh, I did. Thank, okay, you. thank you. And that's because those are extensions of time only. So with that, colleagues, is there a motion to bring back those line items 7.15, 7.21 through 7.23, 7.32 through 7.37? Motion. I do see. Um, thank you. We'll be bringing these back in one week. Director Counts, um, I just to let you know, as I mentioned, they just have a few questions regarding the overall process that we are right now, given that these are new um, uh, new groups that will that will be approving. We just want to get an overall picture of where we are um, with our demos. Did you have any questions or comments? Um, through the chair, I do have a comment. Although I do understand um, your concerns, we do update the um, the the council every month about our current spend um, and where we fall as far as what we spent and how many properties we've taken care of. Um, this, the concerning part is, and I know you all have already ex, you know, gone past your vote, um, the concerning part is that the trash out com contracts are typically to much smaller companies and they've been delayed and waiting for this work. We did this work out a couple, a couple of months ago. And so during the recess pre process, we thought we were gonna get these through and it did not happen. And so we have 
smaller companies that are waiting for this contract, waiting for this work to, to take place, as well as it impedes us from turning over properties back to the land bank for sale. And so this is about 200 properties that we are going to be delayed in turning back over to land bank for sale to go towards that 1300 number that you've already reported out. And you mentioned these are the trash out services that you're concerned about? Correct. I mean, we're, we're concerned about all of the project, all of the contracts, because we're trying to maintain our pace. Um, but definitely the smaller trash out contracts are, are a significant concern for us. Okay. Understood. And I'm, I'm also noticing these weren't, um, these weren't contracts that were submitted during recess. These are, these are recent um, contracts. So understand um, the urgency, um, but also trying to hold a process on this end. Um, but I, I hear you, and I, just to meet you halfway um, and understanding that we need to move these trash out services. I'm okay with moving those out unless colleagues have any questions or you were vice chair. So you're suggesting moving them to regular business and getting your answers. And if you can't get your answers, then we would ask to bring those back or hold them at the table. Um, do the same thing as holding them back a week and then moving them mm -hmm. to new business. Mm -hmm. But it'll give you the opportunity, give them the, the confidence that we're moving them forward, but then still give us the opportunity to get your answers, your questions answered. I like that suggestion. So moving trash out services today to formal session, which will give us a week, mm -hmm. and then hold back the big, large prop and uh, mm -hmm. groups to just to get a, a larger discussion for the public really to understand where we're at, specifically for the stabilization. And good to hear that you're working together with the land bank, but the public needs to know what's going on as well. And then through yourself, Madam Chair, to Director Counts, does that give a level of confidence for the smaller companies that their contracts are moving and then give you time to provide the information to answer the chair's questions? Yes and no. I'm sorry, through the chair, yes and no. Um, we definitely will respond to the, to, to the, to the, um, to the council members request as quickly as we can. Um, we definitely will not delay providing that information in order for um, for the chair to feel comfortable with the um, with the contracts that are before her. Um, but we definitely we are in a time where we want to make sure that we have work that's flowing. Um, and these contracts have I, I understand that they only recently came to um, to council. They were put together in the package prior to. Um, that should have come through, come through with recess, through with recess as well. Um, so although they did not come through at recess, we're, we're hoping to have them through all at the same time. It's, it's just a significant issue for, um, for those smaller contractors. And if you, if we're, we're trying to be very um, intentional with operating with our smaller contractors, and this is one of those things where we know that they are work, waiting and banking on this work to come through to them. Um, and so we're trying not to be that delay. Um, so ideally, I would like for these to be voted out today um, to go to formal for tomorrow. Um, but I will accept whatever direction this body wants to take. Okay, did we make the motion, Madam Chair? Thank you, Vice Chair. I appreciate that. And, and just to be clear, work is flowing. Um, we are, we're, we're getting this through, but 
this is major money for things that the public really cares about. Um, I am okay with moving out the trash out services. Um, I have those line items here that we can um, discuss and vote out to formal session. And really all I'm asking for is an update for the public regarding stabilization and where we're at with, with, with stabilization in the city. Uh, so thank you, Vice Chair, appreciate that. Um, Madam Chair, what line items are we looking to move to regular business? 7.21, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 7.24, 7.25, 7.26, 7.27, 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, 7.31, 7.32, 7.33, 7.34, 7.35, 7.36, 7.37, 7.38, 7.39, 7.40, 7.41, 7.42, 7.43, 7.44, 7.45, 7.46, 7.47, 7.48, 7.49, 7.50, 7.51, 7.52, 7.53, 7.54, 7.55, 7.56, 7.57, 7.58, 7.59, 7.60, 7.61, 7.62, 7.63, 7.64, 7.65, 7.66, 7.67, 7.68, 7.69, 7.70, 7.71, 7.72, 7.73, 7.74, 7.75, 7.76, 7.77, 7.78, 7.79, 7.80, 7.81, 7.82, 7.83, 7.84, 7.85, 7.86, 7.87, 7.88, 7.89, 7.90, 7.91, 7.92, 7.93, 7.94, 7.95, 7.96, 7.97, 7.98, 7.99, 7.10, 7.11, 7.12, 7.13, 7.14, 7.15, 7.16, 7.17, 7.18, 7.19, 7.20, 7.21, 7.22, 7.23, 
catch myself, hopefully, online items that we've already discussed. But now we're on 7.16. This is contract number 6004920. Um, using 100% city funding. This is to provide fire suppression services via Sourcewell Corp. Cooperative Agreement Number 030421, Contractors Johnson Controls Fire Protection Limited. They're located in Farmington Hills. This total amount is for 235000 and this is for uh, the citywide. Are there any, is there a motion to approve or discuss 7.16? Motion to motion. approve. Hearing no objection, 7.16 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Seven point seventeen is contract number six zero zero three three one eight. It's in one hundred percent bond funding. This is an amended contract to provide an extension of time only for demolition services for Prop N Demolition Release Group A A eighteen. This is for inner city contracting. Is there a motion to approve seven seven point seventeen? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing nine at seven point seventeen is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. And I do believe seven point eighteen is our last um, extension of time only contract. This is contract number six zero zero three three one seven using one hundred percent bond funding. This is an amendment one to provide an extension of time only to provide proposal and residential demolition release a group a seventeen. The contractor is Moss Company, LLC, and this is for city demolition. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 7.18? Motion. Motion for approval. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.18 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. The rest of the line items, 7.19, 7.20, 7.24 through 7.31 are all various demolition contracts. Is there a motion to discuss and approve together? Discussion. Discussion. Motion. Member Waters, thank you. I will read these out. 7.19 is contract number 3062038 using 100% city funding. This is to provide an emergency and demolition at 8128E Robinwood Contractors SC Environmental Services. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of 18950 7.20 emergency demo at 2408 McFarson. The contractor is SC Environmental Services located in Detroit for the total amount of 19,750. 7.24 is in emergency demolition for 3741 Cortland. The contractor is SC Environmental Services located in Detroit for the total amount of 18,150. 7.25 is an emergency demolition for 14680 Fordham. The contractor is SC Environmental Services located in Detroit for 18,750. 7.26 emergency demo at 17298 Goldburn. The contractor is SC C Environmental Services located in Detroit for 17750 
7.27 emergency demo at 11852 West Grand River. The contractor is inner city contracting for the total amount of 38,500. 7.28 in emergency demo for 17405. Ripple, the contractor is SC Environmental Services. This is for 18,750. 7.29 emergency demo for 7904. Frenetic, this is contractor SC Environmental Services for the total amount of 17,250. 7.30. An emergency demo at 1354 Lakewood. The contractor is SC Environmental Services for the total amount of 19750 And our last contract is 7.31. An emergency demo at 13727 Santa Cruz. The contractor is SC Environmental Services for the total amount of 16250 Is there a motion to approve line items? Seven points nineteen, seven point twenty, and seven point twenty four through seven point thirty one. Seven point nineteen, seven point twenty four through thirty one. Through thirty one. These are all emergency demos. Yep. Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none. Seven point nineteen, seven point twenty. And 7.24 through 7.31 are all approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 7.21 will be brought back in one week, as well as 7.22. 7.23 will be brought back as well. We approved 24 through 31. Which brings us to 7.32. Oh, this is also going to be brought back in one week for the prop and discussion. As Madam well Chair. as, yes, Madam Clerk. I'm sorry. I think we have to 7.38. Yes, as well as 7.33, 34, 35. 36, 37, 37. Madam Chair, you've already dealt with those motions. Yes. I'm just going through from my own sanity that I didn't mess anything. I don't believe so. So, um, Ms. Davitini, you're online. Are you online to discuss any of the items that we've just discussed? Yes, ma'am. I just need clarification on contract number 649-42. Do you know which line item that is or? I'm sorry. I'm looking for it right now. 649-42. Yes, ma'am. Maybe it's 47. 649-47. It's one of the prop and trash outs. It, it, just for clarity, all the prop and trash outs were approved to formal Correct. regular business. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, folks. Appreciate everybody's patience.
with that, we are now under the Department of Appeals and Hearings for 7.38. This is Dangerous Buildings Findings and Orders for January 6, 2023. This is an item that we can receive and file. Is there a motion to do so? Or is there a motion for discussion? 7.38? Yes. All right, so 31 properties, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Discussion. Discussion, Vice Chair. Um, through yourself to administration, if I'm not mistaken, this is our first time seeing this document. What brings this to us this time? Is there anything special about this document? And then just I want to make sure that I'm clear on what information it's conveying. Mr. Washington. Chair, if we could bring this back at the end of the agenda, I'll reach out to the director on that item. Motion to bring back to the end. Okay, without objection, we will come back to 7.38. Okay. Moving this along, under Building Safety Engineering Environmental Department 7.39, there is a re recommendation for, def for deferral of 1602 LeMay. Is there a motion to approve? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.39 is approved. Which brings us down to the Office of the Chief Financial Officer, Office of Development and Grants. And if we can uh, discuss 7.40 and 7.41 together, please. Madam Chair. Yes. Sorry for interrupting, but you simply said 7.39 is approved. You failed to say that it would be sent to formal. With the recommendation to approve. Thank you, Dr. Powers. Yes, that is correct. 7.39 is approved to be sent to formal. Sure. Yes. I'm not mistaken. I believe 7.39 should stay here as a concur with department recommendation. Oh, it's under dangerous hearings. Yeah, this is a dangerous. This is deferral. I don't think that one. I don't think this one goes on. This should be a concur department findings and stay here. I believe. What three nine? Yeah. Um, Mr. Benson is is correct. It, it was simply a, a Scrivener's error in the motion. Okay. Okay. Thank you, so Dr. Powers. Concur with the. <laughs> so for 7.39, we will concur with the department's recommendations to defer yeah, 1602. Did we draw the other motion? Or does it, it was, <laughs> since it was basically yeah, not valid. Just, okay. Let it go. All right, so motion. To concur with the department's recommendations. Okay. And hearing no objection, this body will concur with the department's recommendations for 7.39. Which brings us down to the office of the Chief Financial Officer, Officers of Development and Grants, 7.40 and 7.41 um, are both grants that I'm hoping we can discuss together. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Uh, 7.40 is a request to accept and appropriate the fiscal year 2023 COVID behavioral health disparities grants. The Michigan Public Health Institute has awarded the City of Detroit Health Departments with the COVID Behavioral Grants Health Disparities Grant for a total of $100,000. There is no city match requirements. 
for 7.41, there is a request to uh, certify future maintenance for the historic Virginia Park Streetscape facility. The Department of Public Works, in partnership with the Office of Development and Grants, submitted a grant application for the fiscal year 2022 Transportation Alternatives Programs grants for the historic Virginia Park Streetscape project. Detroit City Council approved the request to submit the grant application in November. The Department of Transportation has reviewed the grant application and requires DPW to submit a resolution committing to specific ongoing maintenance operations. Is there a motion to approve 7.40 and 7.41? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.40 and 7.41 are both approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 7.42 is a request to accept and appropriate the fiscal year 2023 Supplemental Family Violence Prevention and Services Act grants. This is from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, which has awarded the City of Detroit Police Department with the fiscal year 2023 Supplemental Vi Family Violence Prevention and Services Act grants for the total of 178,310. There is no required matching for the grants. Is there a motion to approve and discuss 7.42? Motion. Thank you, Member Waters. Um, Mr. Washington, is there anybody that is able to discuss 7.42 with us? Sorry, Madam Chair, could you repeat uh, which line item? 7.42. Yes, we have Amanda Zakevich online, as well as Felicia Jenkins and Captain Brandon Lewis. Okay, I believe Amanda should suffice. Um, she writes the grants for the police department. If we can move Amanda over as a panelist. Hello, good afternoon. If you wouldn't mind sending your name and title for the public. You're muted, Amanda. Might be my earbuds. Does this work better? Yes, we can hear you. Amanda okay. um, Sekhevich, Project Manager for DPD Grants. Thank you so much for joining us. If you wouldn't mind just sharing with the public what this grant would do, um, it says here the focus of the grant program is to increase access to vaccine testing sites for COVID-19. Um, I guess, can you just explain a little bit about what this is going to do um, in actuality? Sure. So these were, um, they're an allocation kind of bonus funds for us. We didn't know we'd be getting them. Okay. Um, so they're specifically dedicated to COVID, any COVID related expense um, for domestic violence, victims of domestic violence. So for us, that's our victims assistance program, which is a 24 seven free service. So this will go towards general equipment, um, you know, expenses related to that. There is a contract with a PPO written into the budget and I see my notes here because I'm um, educational materials as well in terms of health related uh, COVID safety um, for this vulnerable population in particular. Got it. Thank you. Hmm? I don't see any other questions from my colleagues. I think that's it for us today. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Is there a motion to approve 7.42? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.42 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 
Madam Chair? Yes, Vice Chair. I'd like to move to send line item 7.40 and 7.42 to new business. 7.40 and 42? Yes. Okay. There's been a motion to send 7.40 and 7.42 to new business. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.40 and 7.42 are approved to be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. 7.43 through 7.51 are all various grants. Is there a motion to discuss these together? Motion. Thank you. 7.43 is a request to accept and appropriate the community health needs assessment grants and the community information exchange planning grants. 7.44 is a request to accept an increase in appropriations for the reopening schools health resource advocates grants. 7.50, excuse me, 7.45 is an authorization to submit a grant application to the U.S. Department of Transportation for the fiscal year 2022 strengthening mobility and revolutionizing transportation smart grants. 7.46 is a request to accept and appropriate the fiscal year 2023 highway research planning and construction grants. 7.47 is a request to accept and appropriate the fiscal year 2022 justice assistance grants. 7.48 is an authorization to submit a grant application to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency for the community-wide assessment grants. 7.49 is a request to accept an increase in appropriation for the fiscal year 2023 Fatal Infant Mortality Review Interviews Grants. 7.51 is a request to accept an increase in appropriation for the fiscal year 2023 Local Comprehensive Women, Infants, and Child WIC Breastfeeding Grants. And 7.51 is a request to accept and appropriate the fiscal year 2023 Mon Monkeypox Virus Response Grants. Is there a motion to approve line items 7.51? 43 through 7.51. Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.53 through 7.51 are approved to be sent to new business with a recommendation to approve. I said new business. Is there a motion to send this to new business? Motion. Thank you. 7.53 through 7.51 are approved to be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. We are getting close to the end here, folks. Under the Legislative Policy Division, 7.52. Madam Chair. Yes, Madam Clerk. Just clear, clarifying, 7.43 through 7.51, going to formal session, new business. All to new business, please. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Madam Chair, mm -hmm. one thing I, I did miss, looking at 7.44, can anybody speak to what schools we are, are being impacted by that grant? And I looked for the supporting documentation, but we were unable to open that document in my office. Thank you, Vice Chair. So, so discussion for 7.44, Mr. Washington. Is there anybody here that can discuss 7.44 with us? Yes, Madam Chair. Um, we do have Dr. Claudia Richardson online. If we can move over, Dr. Chloe.
Claudia. Mr. Washington, it's it's um, Claudia Richardson. Yes, Claudia Richardson. Richardson. Okay, thank you. I misheard. Thank you. <coughs> Madam Chair, I do not see her online. Understood. It does not seem that she's with us, Mr. Washington. Madam Chair, if we could bring this back at the end as well. Madam Chair. So this asked them to call my office and we can have the conversation offline. It's really interested in okay. what schools were impacted. Okay. Thank you, Vice Chair. So um, just uh, Mr. Washington, if you can connect with our Vice Chair offline regarding this item 7.44. Thank you, everyone. Moving us along. Under the Legislative Policy Division, 7.52, this is a report relative to the procedure for the release of police officers' names. In a memo dated November 4th, 2022, Council Member Whitfield Calloway requested that the Legislative Policy Division inform Council on the Detroit Department's, uh, Police Department's procedure for the release of names of police officers involved in police shootings. We requested this information from DPD and we do have the responses um, but I do believe, I do see here, LPD, do you have any updates on this? I, I think that, uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I, I think this is really sort of improperly dedicated to, uh, designated as LPD, because we don't really have any control over this. Okay. We could, of course, write something about the procedures in general. It would not be, I'm afraid, very helpful, because as council members and everybody is aware, the names of officers involved in these kinds of instances routinely become public eventually, but there are processes that have to be followed. They're governed by collective bargaining agreements. They're governed by, by civil rights laws, state laws, employment laws, all kinds of things. And it would be better to hear from the police department directly and or the law department exactly what's happening in this case, I would think. We can write on it if council still wants us to, but there's not much we can really add that's helpful, this was the concern. So you're saying this should be referred to DPD? That would be helpful, yeah. Okay. Yes, thank you. So then for 7.52, this line item should be de de referred to uh, DPD, which we can do so, but is there anybody here that can confirm whether or not this can be referred to them or how will that process work? I think you would ask the uh, council president to do it. Okay. Or the, or the, the sponsor of the, uh, the it was uh, member Whitfield Calloway could, mm -hmm. could direct the letter to them. Any member could do it, I believe, also. All right, so Madam Chair, from understanding, we have a response from LPD. We do. I think it was sort of gen a general written response along the lines of what I said uh, to the chair, to Member uh, Benson, and I just don't know that that's helpful from what member Whitfield Calloway wants. That's right. my point. So essentially we could receive and file this um, line item and then member Calloway could move forward with asking um, for more information from DPD. I think that's the easiest. Okay. I, yes, Madam Chair, uh, I, I would agree that that would be fine. I, I just think it's going to, it's it's not within our control as to when they release this information. Yeah. 
All right, folks. So LPD responded. We do we, we do have their response. If there's more that member Calloway would like, um, she can refer to DPD um, for further information. If that works with my colleagues, we do have the response here. Um, is there a motion to receive and file 7.52? Or we can hold this back, um, but if they receive the information from LPD. Motion to receive and file and then recommend to our colleague to uh, resubmit the memo and address it directly to uh, the law department. I agree. Our, our office can do that. Um, thank you. There's been a motion to receive and file. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.52 will be received and filed. Thank you, everyone. Under the, the Department of Public Works, 7.53, this is a petition of Selden AA, 3rd Street, uh, Garage LLC. This is a request for an encroachment. We have a number of these. Uh, um, coming up, but this is for a request for an encroachment within the easterly part of 3rd Street adjacent to the parcel commonly known as 3963rd Street for the purposes of installing an on-site advertising sign. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 7.53? Uh, motion. A motion for approval. Are there any objections? Discussion. Discussion, Member Waters. I just I just have a question because I've, I've had this question as it relates to the Visitors uh, Bureau. Um, what is their relationship with us, if any? Does it, can anyone tell me? Because it's, it's not a department within the city, so what's our relationship with the Visitors Bureau? Can <laughs> Mr. Washington? Yes, we do have Dio uh, Academy online. Okay. Well, I understand. I'm just talking about the visitors bureau. No, no, the, they're yeah, they're bringing in oh. our our so, deputy, which I think your question oh. is more so for the administration. Also, um, the administration, because that. Yeah. I've just been trying to understand. So, dial. We don't need dial. Right, deputy. It's good to see you again. But I think our our question <laughs> is is more so for the administration. <laughs> dial last. Thank you very much for. For granting me that break, man. <laughs> Discussion. Just want to make Discussion. Point of order. Vice Did chair. we approve 7.53? 5.3? No, she was just bringing. Yeah, so I think that's why Mr. Akinimi would be here for 7.53, but the right. question is really on 7.5. 5.4, that's why I said 5.4. Okay. Oh, you said 5.4. Right, because you, you, I heard, you, okay. you combined them, so I said 5.4. Did I? Yeah. I she did. We're combining 5.4. Motion to approve 7.53. You didn't Thank you. combine them? No. Um, <laughs> so just a point of order. There has been a motion to approve 7.53. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.53 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you, Deputy. You are free to go. Motion to discuss line 7.54. Thank you, Vice Chair. We are now discussing 7.54. Yeah. This is a petition of the Detroit Metro Convention and Visitors Bureau to install 112 banners on Washington Boulevard in front of Huntington Place, Woodward Avenue, and Jefferson Ave from January 1st to February 11th. And this is to announce the American Bus Association Conference. 
um, to member Waters' question about our relationship with the convention, with, with the Visitors Bureau. Mm-hmm. We do believe this is a question that should go to the administration, correct? Is that? Yeah. Okay, I Mr. Do. Washington, would you or anybody um, have a response for member Waters? Um, we do have Richard DeHorty online. Also, this has already. And just as a note, folks, um, this is something that we walked on uh, during formal session last week. So this has already been approved. So this can actually be removed. Mm-hmm. Um, four seven five point five four five four. Mm-hmm. I see. It would just like if they if, if somebody could just answer the question. <laughs> I don't know if Mr. Liberty would know either. Good afternoon. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public. Uh, Richard Doherty, city engineer. Thank you for joining us. Would you happen to know the answer to Member Waters' question? There is no relationship between the city of Detroit and the Detroit Metro Convention and Visitors Bureau. It is a nonprofit, I believe, set up by uh, state law to help promote uh, conventions and activity uh, in the Detroit area. And they are a self-contained entity. Uh, separate from the city. Okay. All right. That that answers my question. I, I've been wondering. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So 7.54 can be removed. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.54 will be removed from my agenda. Thank you, Ray, for the note. I'm just now looking at it. I'm moving too fast. 7.55. 7.55 through 7.54 are all various petitions requests. Is there a motion to discuss them together? 55 through 54. 55 through 58. Okay. All right. Okay, motion. Thank you. So 7.58, 7.55. is petition of Ford Motor Company to request various vacations of parts of Werner Highway and Lacombe Drive adjacent to 2001 15th Street. Also for dedication to right-of-way parts of parcels commonly known as 2001. The request is made as part of the renovation plan for the Michigan Central Station. Mm-hmm. 7.56 is petition of George and Carmen um, Namandi, the request for an encroachment within the southerly part of Forest Streets, 700 feet wide, adjacent to the parcel commonly known as 66 East Forest Street for the purposes of installing an on-site advertising sign. 7.57 is a petition of the State of Michigan to request for the encroachment of a structural overhang into the West Jefferson right-of-way for the roof of the open-air sport house being constructed on the parcel commonly known as 1801 West Jefferson. 7.58 is a petition of the historic Boston Edison Association request to install 94 banners on Boston, Chicago, Longfellow, Edison Street between Woodward Avenue and Linwood Streets, Woodward Hamilton, Rosa Parks, Linwood Streets from Boston Street to Edison Streets in order to identify Boston Edison Historic District. Is there a motion to approve line items 7.5 through 7.58? 7.55 to 7.58. Okay, all right, yes. <laughs> you know I was going to tell you. Motion. That. Yes. <laughs> Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.55 through 7.58 are approved. 
seven points fifty nine is a petition of Ford Mortar Company request for the outright vacation of various segments of streets and alleys adjacent to the parcel commonly known as 2020-31 Delzell Streets. 2231. 2231, thank you. Sorry folks, I'm going through my notes. Okay, that's for 7.59. And then, um, is there a motion to approve 7.59? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.59 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve, which leaves us 7.60. 7.60 is petition of NP Depart uh, Detroit Commerce Center, LLC in the city of Detroit's request for the outright vacation of various segments of streets in the vicinity of 14250 Plymouth. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 7.60? Motion to approve. Hearing no objection, 7.60 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve, which brings us down to Department of Transportation Line item six points. Line item seven point sixty one. This is a D dot to utilize a continuation, a continuous quality improvement scorecard to measure the performance of the TransDev Group and People's Express. Is there a motion to approve with discussion seven point sixty one? Discussion. Thank you, thank you, Vice Chair. Mr. Washington, is there anybody from DDOT that's able to discuss 7.61 with us? Yes, um, we have Melvin Barkley online who may be able to address. Okay, if we can move him over as a panelist. Madam Chair, they have been promoted. Thank you. Madam Chair, Melvin Barkley has not accepted the invite. Okay. Mr. Washington. Uh, Madam Chair, if we could come back to this item, I'll reach out to Mr. Barkley. Okay, we are at the end of our agenda. So we have, I believe, one or two more items, and then we'll have a few more to get to. Um, but I can add this to the end. Um, really just have one quick question for DDOTS um, when it comes to our paratransit services. Um, but if it's okay with my members to come back to 7.61. Motion to move 7.61 to the end. Thank you. Without objection, we will do so. That brings us down to 
our water and sewage department 7.61 this is regarding a property sale of 235 south mckinn streets in detroit uh this is in my district in 48209 i believe is there anybody here that can discuss this briefly thank you member waters i'm not sure if there's anybody here in person or online to discuss 7.62 Yes, we have Randall Brown from Gliwa as well as Nakia Branch Pinson. Great, if we can move them both over as panelists. Madam Chair, they're both promoted. Thank you. Good morning. Honorable Committee, Nakia Branch on behalf of the Detroit Water and Sewage Department. Hello, good to see you both. If you wouldn't mind stating your names and title for the public, you just did. Randall, if you wouldn't mind sharing yours as well. Sure, Randall Brown, General Counsel for the Great Lakes Water Authority. Thank you both for being here. Uh, we, We don't usually see land sales here in our committee, so if you could please explain to the public why it is that we see this here um, and what this uh, property sale is going to go towards. Sure, Uh, and I'll speak to it. Uh, Again, Randall Brown, General Counsel for the Great Lakes Water Authority. Uh, GLWA has a lease with the city of Detroit. Uh, Within that lease, uh, 235 McKinstry was assigned to GLWA as a regional asset. Um, over the course of the last few years, we've identified that we do we no longer need this asset to support our regional operations uh, and desire to sell the asset. Uh, pursuant to the lease arrangement between GOWA and the city of Detroit, this is permissible to dispose of assets that are no longer needed. Uh, to do so, GOWA uh, put the, the property on the market back in, uh, I believe, 2020. Uh, since 2020, Uh, There have been four purchase agreements that have been approved by the Great Lakes Water Authority Board, uh, in which two board members are from the city of Detroit. Uh, The first three fell through during the due diligence period uh, as individuals inspected the property and found that it wasn't right for their needs or uh, there were too many capital improvements that were necessary. Uh, Last summer, uh, an entity called Newer Horizons uh, approached GOWA to acquire the property for $1.4 million. Uh, they have completed their due diligence and were ready to close on the property. Uh, when we presented uh, the deed to uh, the mayor to sign pursuant to the lease agreements, he asked that GOWA take this transaction first to the Board of Water Commissioners and then to the City Council for approval. Uh, In December of uh, 2022, I believe it was December 22nd, uh, we took the the transaction to the Board of Water Commissioners. Uh, They too approved this transaction uh, and it was forwarded to this honorable body for uh, now its consideration uh, for recommending to the full council for for approval. Um, The intended use for this property let me just talk about what it was used for previously. For, for GLWA, uh, it was used to store heavy equipment uh, to support both uh, the wastewater and water functions, regional water functions of GLWA. 
there were significant uh, capital improvement needs for this property and the cost of improvement uh, outweighed the benefit uh, in terms of retaining this property. And that was the reason why it was put on the market. Newer Horizons intends to also use this property to store uh, its equipment. Um, they are affiliated with the Rancilli uh, uh, Incorporated, which is a uh, construction outfit that has an office in the Guardian Building, but is primarily located uh, in Sterling Heights. Uh, they've identified this property as an ideal location to, to store their equipment uh, that they would use for construction projects, not only in the city of Detroit, but throughout uh, Wayne County. Uh, there are some projects that the Rancilli Corporation has done within the city of Detroit, working on a number of renovations of churches, uh, but also did uh, the Detroit Powell headquarters in Ballpark that is there in Corktown. They're working on a mental health facility uh, in the new center area as well. They've done projects for Wayne County uh, Airport Authority. Uh, and according to their website, actually did the uh, build out of the Highlands as well. Uh, the restaurant that's on top of the Rensen. So they have a presence in the city of Detroit, uh, but they are more interested in having a location that allows better access to their equipment as opposed to trucking it back and forth between uh, the city of Detroit and, and Sterling Heights. And that's the presentation. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions that, that this honorable committee may have. Thank you. Thank you for that overview. And we've met and I've shared the concerns that residents have continuing to just have um, industry in this area that is smack dab between two parks, Fort Wayne and Riverside Park. Um, but I, if, if hearing that it's only for storage, um, hearing that there's going to be minimal truck traffic is, is my hope. Um, and understanding that this is already zoned industrial, already pretty heavy in, in industrial. Um, my larger question is really for the administration and for planning and how are we going to hold both of these truths in this area that we're seeing a lot of beautification and, and revitalization along the river, but the need for protections for, for residents um, and, and frankly for, for, for the environments. Um, so for me, I, I hope to continue to work with the administration and with planning to know what these plans are. Um, because there seems to be, you know, sales here and there, um, developments here and there, but I, I would like to see an overall picture of what is really going to happen along the river um, so that sales like these make sense, that we have protections in place, um, that business can continue as usual, but that we can also have safe and healthy parks and a healthy um, community for my residents. Those are my questions and my concerns that I brought to you. Thank you for, for meeting with me with those. Um, and I know that I'll be meeting with HRD soon um, regarding the rest of my questions. But colleagues, do you have any questions regarding the sale? Member Waters. Thank you. Um, first of all, I, I'll make a comment, and that is I, I'm not so sure if um, this would just be for storage, ultimately. Uh, number two, I, DW, DWSD, um, what are your thoughts on this sale? Uh, through the chair, thank you, uh, Member Waters. So our board has reviewed it. They actually took were through the ringer asking a number of questions and ultimately they did approve it. Their initial concerns were related to how the proceeds were going to be used, verifying that there was comments to all funds that were used to purchase the building. And in light of the terms of the lease, um, the Detroit Water and Sewage Department is comfortable with the sale. Uh, we do believe that it's a benefit for the city of Detroit and the fact that it will 
put this property back on the tax roll and that it will have a productive use. So for those benefits, we are definitely in support. Madam Chair. Yes, Member Waters. I, I just want to say that I'm generally uh, opposed to the sale of assets, city assets. That's just my thought. Thank you. Thank you, Member Waters. Are there any other questions for my colleagues? If not, is there a motion to approve line item 7.62? Motion. Are there any objections? Objection. Objection, Member Waters. I'm okay with this moving forward, uh, moving forward to, to formal session. Um, if I have any other questions or if my residents have any questions, then that gives me some time to bring them up. But for now, this is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Moving us along, folks, I will try to get us through the rest of this rather quickly. We are now under miscellaneous. 7.63 is a memo relative to the opioid remediation funding purposes from my office. We are able to receive and file this. Is there a motion to do so? Motion. Without objection, 7.63 will be received and filed. 7.64 and 7.65, I believe, are both, uh, yes, memos from Member Waters. Member Waters, um, is there a motion to discuss both of these? Um, all right, motion. <laughs> okay, Member Waters, 7.64. Okay, so um, I'll have to uh, refer to um, LPD. How much time? I think I would need to ask uh, Mr. Whitaker that question. Um, okay. I guess just nominally three weeks and we'll work on it. All right. Three weeks? Okay. Motion to bring it back in three weeks, Madam Chair. So there's a motion to bring back 7.64 in three weeks? Yes. All right. And then for seven points. 65. I don't, I don't know how much time they'll need for that one. Madam Chair, are you going to finish out the motion for 64? There was a motion made to bring it back in three weeks. Yes. I thought, she, you didn't I, thought I did as well. I'm no, so sorry if just, I didn't. You, it, the motion was made and nothing was said after that. Oh. Oh, she said there was a motion to bring it back in three weeks. Yes. Are there any objections? But, that's the part that oh, needs that's to the be part. said. <laughs> Hearing okay. nine, 7.64 will be brought back in three weeks. Dr. Powell, so, you hear everything. Still in discussion for 7.65, Member Waters. Um, yes, discussion, Madam Chair. LPD, you want three, four weeks, what? Through the chair, I would say the same thing, three weeks. I'll ask Mr. Whitaker and we'll have an opportunity to talk about it. All right, then. We talked about the previous agenda, but not the revisions, so sorry. Gotcha, thank you. Motion to bring back in three weeks, Madam Chair. 7.65 is a motion to bring back in three weeks. Is there Are there any objections? Hearing none, 7.65 will be brought back in three weeks. Which brings us now to the items that are remaining that we need to discuss. So making my way up um, from where we are, 7.61. We were asked to come back to 7.61 as D dots scorecard. Mr. Washington, is there anybody here to discuss? Oh, okay. 
Yes, um, Deputy Director Melvin Barkley is online. Okay, if we can bring over our Deputy Director. Madam Chair. Hello, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, just hey. briefly, um, this is regarding uh, TransDev and People Express, but TransDev was not, is no longer a vendor with us. Will this be updated to reflect the vendors that we do have approved? The, the Chair, yes, that is correct. We are having a scorecard for all the providers that we are having provide service with us. Great. Um, and it says that you will be giving um, updates, would you be willing to give these updates uh, regarding these scorecards to our committee? Um, today, we are we don't have the scorecard with us today, but we are working on it to be able to provide it with you guys for when you give us another date to present to the committee. Thank you. Yes, that was for a future date, not for today. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much. Are there any other questions for 7.61? If not, is there a motion to approve 7.61? Question. Discussion, Vice yeah. Chair. I mean, do we still need this since we no, no, no longer, hmm. since we denied the contract with TransDev? Deputy? I'm, the Chair, I'm sorry, I did not I did not hear the question. So do we need this since we denied the contract with TransDev? Um, through the chair, yes, we do. Um, this will help us be able to gauge where all service providers are, not just TransDev, okay. but all the providers within the service. Okay. Then do mm -hmm. these resolutions need to be updated? Because they're specifically mm -hmm. referring to TransDev. Mm -hmm. We can update it to take TransDev out and present the providers that we have doing emergency contracts for with us. There you go. I'm sure motion to uh, bring back the correct resolution. Motion to bring back in one week. All right. Uh, okay, so Deputy, we'll, be, we'll bring this line item back, 7.61 in one week. If you can just please provide us um, that, that updated language. Sure. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Vice Chair. So 7.61 will be brought back in one week with the corrected language. We have two more items, folks. 7.38 is the other item that we were going to go back to. This is regarding, uh, Vice Chair, your question in the reports for dangerous buildings. 7.38, this is regarding the dangerous buildings findings and orders report. That was a question that we had for Mr. Washington, I believe. I'm sorry, that was the hearings report, appeals report, right? Uh, Vice, Chair, Vice Chair. Findings and orders for January 8th. Excuse me, Madam Chair. Yes, um, yes, Madam Clerk. I'm sorry, I cannot hear Member Benson. It's hard to hear member Benson, understood. Thank you. Findings of fact and order of hearing officer is the title of the report. Yes, uh, Madam Chair, we do have Director Marion Blinks Smart online. Okay, if we can move him over as a panelist.
The director has been promoted to panelist. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you very much, uh, Madam Chairperson and Honorable Committee. I apologize that I do not have my camera on. I am under the weather today, so you don't want to see me right now. Um, but I am here to uh, respond to some questions that have come up regarding uh, some recent orders that have been filed by the Department of Appeals and Hearings regarding dangerous buildings. And so I can explain, uh, if you allow me to, as to why you have received uh, this report. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, as you may know, under the dangerous buildings section of the Property Maintenance Code, sections 8, 17, 21 through 28, the Department of Appeals and Hearings have been conducting the show cause hearings um, when the Department of Buildings and Safety issues a, a notice of a dangerous building. The property owner has a right to a show cause hearing. And as the appeals body for the city of Detroit um, the Department of Appeals and Hearings has been conducting the show cause hearings on these notices of dangerous buildings. And prior to the recent orders that you all have questions about, when the Department of Appeals and Hearings hearing officer has issued an order to submit the building to city council for demolition, the Department of Buildings and Safety has been um, serving the orders upon you know, filing them with city council and serving them upon the property owner. Uh, under the code section 81724 subsection D, it indicates that the hearing officer shall file a copy of the findings and the order with the city council. And although they've been filed with city council in the past and they've been served, by buildings and safety, we decided for efficiency's sake to take on the responsibility to file these uh, recommended orders to demolish the property with city council. And so what you're getting now is that we hold the hearings every Friday. And on that same day, the Department of Appeals and Hearings will file with city council those orders uh, for efficiency's sake and to completely uh, comply with uh, subsection D of 81724. Not that they hadn't been filed before, but we just wanted to make sure that, you know, we were doing our part to make sure that they are efficiently getting to city council as required under the ordinance that they be filed not more than five days. And so that's what we're going, that's what you have before you, and that's what we're going to continue to do from this point forward. Madam Chair? Yes, Vice Chair. I'll do yourself to uh, Ms. Plank-Smart. I'm sorry to hear you're feeling under weather, but thank you for being here this afternoon. Uh, just question, do these reports, do they tie with our dangerous building hearings? And so our next dangerous building hearing will be next Monday. Will we be seeing these 
findings of fact and order of hearing officer at our next dangerous building hearing? Is that how this works? Uh, through the chair um, to the vice chair, you will be getting these every Friday when we have our show calls hearings and the hearing officer enters an order recommending that the building be demolished, city council clerk will be getting these. Now, when they go on the actual demolition agenda, I'm not sure, but we're gonna be filing them every week. So do these findings of fact, are, are these the buildings that generate the dangerous buildings hearings list? That is correct. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Vice Chair. Director, just one quick question. Um, is there, I guess, why haven't we seen these in the past and how often will we see these moving forward? Um, to Madam Chair, I, I was assuming, but I, I really don't know because I haven't been reviewing the city council demolition hearings. I was assuming that as part of the package that you were receiving from buildings and safety regarding uh, buildings uh, being recommended for demolition, that that this order would have been a part of it, because uh, I just assume that that would be a part of the package. But I really I don't have any actual knowledge of that. So every time there is a dangerous building that is going to wind up on your uh, demolition agenda, it would have gone through uh, the dangerous building notice proceedings as well as the show cause proceedings. And the show cause hearings are at the Department of Appeals and Hearings. But I'm sorry, I don't know if you were getting in the package for those buildings the order that the Department of Appeals and Hearings had entered. Thank you, Director. I will be ensuring that we follow up um, with BC on this as well and appreciate the overview. Um, I have no other questions. If my colleagues have none either, is there a motion to receive and file this report? Motion. Hearing no objection, 7.38 will be received and filed. Thanks again, Director, I hope you feel well. Thank you very much, I appreciate the opportunity to explain. We have one remaining line item, it's 6.1 at the very top here. Madam Chair. Yes, Madam Clerk. Was it 6.1 or 6.2? 6.2. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Thank you, Madam Chair. So 6.2 is contract number 6004311, and this is to provide the land use search zoning permits um, scope summaries. And I'm failing to remember what question did not get answered. Member Waters, did you have a question for 6.2? Madam Chair. Oh, yes, Madam Clerk. Um, you were looking for the bid information oh. to be updated to the Oracle. Thank you, Madam Clerk. You're welcome. Did they get it? Right. Let's see. Um, Mr. Washington, do we have the bid information for this now? Yes, that information was shared with LPD. It was shared with LPD. Okay. Yeah. Who are they? Um, so, Ms. Sabatini has this information. Yes, Ashley Wilson, as well as Laurie Ann Sabatini. Okay. So then, Member Waters, they have been, pre oh, Ms. Wilson, I see that you've joined us. Do you have all the information that you need? 
Um, Lorianne Sabatini actually reviewed this contract. I'm not sure where she's at. If you have a moment, I can contact her and tell her that there she is. Okay. Sorry about that. It's all good. Um, attorney Sabatini. Oh, bless your heart. I wish I was an attorney. Oh, Miss Sabatini. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm going through my emails now. I was like riveted to the meetings. So forgive me. I'll let you know in one second. Uh, I, I apologize. Madam Chair, I've pulled up as well. Um, we just needed to know the locations that were a part of the bid or the companies in the locations. Correct. So we wanted to know the information of the company and where they were located. So I see the SEMA LLC out of Dearborn, Michigan, Selectron out of Portland, Oregon, and Open Counter out of Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you, Mr. Washington. Remember, Waters, is this information enough for oh, us to move this forward? Well, I, I'm not thrilled about it, Madam, Madam Chair, but, you know, because I know we have people here locally that can do this work. That I know. So, um, and how long is this contract again? Let me see. Um, it's lengthy. It's until August 14, 2027. 2027. I'm not liking that. It'll be around forever. I'm just opposed to it, so. Okay. You know. Well, is, um, thank you, Member Waters for due diligence around making sure that we do have companies here locally. Um, you do have the information that you need. Is there a motion now to approve 6.2? Motion. Are there any objections? Objection. Member Waters is an objection. Are there any, are there any other objections? Hearing none, 6.2 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. Madam Clerk, is there anything else that I'm missing? Other than member reports, I don't believe so. No, Madam Chair, you're thank, good. Thank you, Madam Clerk. With that, um, thank you. Thank you so much. We are back, folks, to long agendas and lots of work. Uh, and we're now in member reports. Vice Chair, anything to report? Member Benson? Report. Member Waters? Uh, no report, Madam Chair. Negative report here, other than have a great week. Thank you all so much uh, for your due diligence. With that, uh, we are now adjourned. Thank you all.